Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So if someone asks you, who are you? How many of you are likely to say, you know, I'm an eternal soul living inside a mortal body for a few short years. And when my body dies and returns to the earth where it came from, my soul will ascend back to Allah, the creator of everything. <laughs> Quite a mouthful, but actually this is the real meaning of inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. From Allah we've come and to Allah we will return. We are essentially spiritual beings, not just physical bodies. Each one of us has an individual personality. And it's quite interesting because a person or the word personality actually derives from the Greek word persona, which means an actor's mask. So in effect, we are wearing different masks. We wear a mask for the public and that's our public persona. And we have a private mask, which is our private persona. And so we may think we know who we are. But Allah alone knows what lies behind our mask. Of course, we have a body which is physical, but we also have a mind or an intellect which is rational or, I guess, sometimes irrational. We have a heart which is emotional, which is subject to constant changes, which is influenced by likes and dislikes. Then at the very core of our being, within the fa'ad, which is an Arabic word, which means that innermost place of our heart, we have a soul or a ruh. Now, of course, you know, if you did open heart surgery and you had a look inside, you're not going to say, ah, oh, look, this is the place where the ruh is. But this is what we know. And the Quran tells us about the ruh or the soul. They ask you about the soul. Say it is of the command of your Lord and of knowledge you have been given only a little. So what little we know about the soul was that it was inspired into us before we were born. And not as some people think that it's Allah's own spirit that was breathed into Adam, but it was the element of life and the soul that Allah created for Adam that was breathed into him. And in turn, we have this soul within us. So our soul is not made of earthly substances and it will not die when our bodies are laid to rest. From the minute it was created, it is eternal. It will, it will be forever, your soul, my soul, the soul of every human being that ever was and ever will be, is eternal. And every single soul was actually asked by Allah, was brought in front of Allah and asked, am I not your Lord? This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to each and every single soul. And at which point every soul answered, Bala shahidina, which means, yes, indeed you are, of course you are. So this means we cannot say on the day of judgment that we weren't aware of this. So our soul already knows Allah. But sadly, that recognition can get covered by the rust of our forgetfulness or our distraction. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us in the Qur'an that no one will enter the garden, in other words, Jannah, heaven, paradise, except those who come to Allah with a sound heart, a qalb salim. 
And of course, the soundness of heart is referring to our spiritual heart. But the reality is, and sadly we all know this, is that there is a lifelong battle that rages on inside us. Our lower self clings to the earth. And when our lower, or some people would say animal self, wins, we give in to our anger or our greed or our selfishness or arrogance or lust. But when our higher self prevails, that's when we are kind, we're generous, we're forgiving and we're patient. We can control our lower self by treating it like maybe like a wild animal that needs to be tamed, not by denying it. You cannot deny that part of you, but you must acknowledge it and you need to be its keeper. When you consult your higher self before you say or do anything, then you are referring back to your soul. You're referring back to your ruh. Our spiritual heart is always susceptible to change. And that's, I guess, where we have the greatest challenge to keep our spiritual heart pure and focused. And absolutely, we cannot do this on our own. We absolutely need Allah's help. The Prophet Muhammad, وسلم, who we know was the best of creation, he, one of the du'as, one of the supplications that he recited the most frequently was Ya Muqallib al-Qulub, Thabbit Qalbi ala Dinik, which translates as, O turner of the hearts, please turn my heart towards your religion. In other words, keep me firm, keep me firm, keep my heart firm on your way. And really, it's a very short prayer, it's a very short du'a, but it's so powerful because we're asking Allah to keep our hearts firm on the truth. There is the understanding that the stronger your relationship or connection with Allah, then the harder it is for the many distractions of this life to affect you. And Allah knows we need that connection, we need that relationship with him. And because of that, in his wisdom and his love for us, he has made that connection compulsory on us five times a day. So yes, inshallah, we try to do our prayers properly. We try to pray on time. We maybe try to, well, not maybe, we hopefully try to follow the right procedure. But if that's all there is, then we are missing a vital ingredient. We need to have mindfulness. We need to have concentration, to have focus. To make our salah effective, to make our prayer effective, in a way, in a sense, we have to become completely oblivious to everything except Allah's presence. Some people say that it helps them to visualize that they're there in front of Allah and, you know, their prayer is being recorded or their prayer is being watched. And actually, in reality, that is the truth. We are being watched. We are, are everything, all our deeds, everything is being recorded. One of the classical scholars of Islam, Al-Ghazali, he says, the one who knows themselves knows their Lord Almighty. And that is enough to remove arrogance. No matter what you truly know about yourself, you will know that you are abased in every way. You are small in every way. There is nothing appropriate for you but to be humble, to be meek and unassuming. If you know your Lord, you will know 
that glory and grandeur are not befitting for anyone but Allah. In other words, the more you understand who Allah is and what he can do, what he can see, what he can hear, that he is the one who allows us to breathe, that he's the one who sends the rain, that allows the sun to shine and yet knows your innermost thoughts and is perfect beyond anything we can really imagine, then we will begin to understand that we have no right to be arrogant or ungrateful. And Allah makes it clear in the Quran when he says, it is we who created man and we know what dark suggestions his soul makes to him, for we are nearer to him than his jugular vein. And that ayah, that verse from the Quran, illustrates and beautifully explains the position of our relationship and the closeness that we have to our Creator. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, indeed, the one who succeeds is the one who purifies their own self. So, a healthy spiritual heart is the vehicle to know yourself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, those who believe and whose hearts find satisfaction in the remembrance of Allah, for without doubt, in the remembrance of Allah, do hearts find satisfaction. So, within your heart, that's the goal that you need to have. That's the goal that you want for yourself, to be a contented self, for your soul to have found satisfaction in the remembrance of Allah. You know, the story of Adam and Eve, of Adam salam and Hawa salam is essentially our story. It shows that for us, just like Adam and Eve, we need to discipline ourselves in this life so that we can return with a contented soul to the place in heaven that has been reserved for us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created a place in Jannah for everyone. So to have a contented soul, we can see, is the ultimate goal that we have of our faith and our trust in Allah. But how do we do that? Allah tells us in the Quran, he says, therefore remember me always and I will remember you and be thankful to me and be not ungrateful. So that is in a summary, you know, how we need to do this. And it's a great place to start and it's a great place to finish. Remember Allah always and be grateful to him. And that is how you attain that contentedness of your soul, that closeness in relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And inshallah, return back to Allah as a qalb salim. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Glory and praise be to you, O Allah. I witness that there is no one worthy of worship except you. I beg of you your forgiveness and repent to you. Amen.